0: happy tuesday
1: good morning everybody <laughs> it's the 5th of january wow 2021 that was fast it really was five days just flew back
0: <laughs>
1: what else are you gonna say
0: but happy new year
1: happy new year
0: yeah.
1: 2021 this is crazy
0: yeah we had a lovely celebration
1: we did oh my yes. gosh There was serious dancing.
0: There was serious (laughs) dancing. Axel Pearl struck again, did what she does. She did. (laughs) Planned a celebration extraordinaire.
1: Those little packages that came to every doorstep. Yeah, we all
0: got little care packages on our doorsteps here. With dinner. Mm
1: -hmm. And it was yummy dinner.
0: Yeah, and... Flowers. Flowers and candles and a disco ball.
1: <laughs> it was very extravagant. It
0: was very extravagant.
1: Quality establishment.
0: We had an incredible time. I think uh, people are, you know, what we're hearing mostly is, oh, if I had time to tell you what it meant. You know, so it, it meant a lot. Yes, it did. And we're excited to hear that. So
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And, you know, we just applaud everyone. And we even had a few people come from out of
0: town. We did. Anchor yeah. and Harbor, and Sparrow, and Celebrate and Sage, and Harmony and Magnum. And let me tell you something about Harmony and Magnum. Mm. Those two can dance.
1: Yeah, they they went for it. They did. Yeah.
0: It was so awesome. It
1: was impressive. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> not that Celebrate and Sage didn't. Yes. And we got serious, you know, head bobbin' mm-hmm. from Anchor. We did. But, you <laughs> know... What was just great was just the, the way that people responded. Yeah. And I mean, I'm being real. There were some people that kept their video cameras off the whole time.
0: Yeah. And bless them.
1: You know, I get yeah. that. You know, sometimes okay. dancing is a private affair. <laughs> and and I understand that. <clears throat> we all know how bad that can end. But, you know, when when you just have that freedom to just express, and we all yeah. do it together, whether we're seeing it or not, we all did it together. Yeah.
0: And we had to give like recognition awards for the dancing. Because, because it was so Yeah, we weren't expecting it and it was so courageous. Yes, and wondrous that we, we had to recognize it.
1: Yeah. We, we, there was that no was choice. Yeah. <laughs> it was what we had to do. We had to. And we were grateful to have to do that.
0: We were grateful.
1: You we, know, Papa is just just moving and doing great things. And I am just, I know we're just sort of in awe today, aren't we?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually woke up this morning and this was a result of our cabinet for the week, but my first words were, I just want to praise you. Hmm. Like just so good.
1: Yeah. I mean, so great. When, yeah, it's just so true. I mean, the, the reality is, is that Papa's goodness is a tangible thing you know and there's there's testimony and and it would have been enough you know the deanu's of mm-hmm. our journey so far um are real we we're looking at what god has done over years but what did god do yesterday you know, yeah. What is God doing today? And, yeah. And I yeah, just encourage everyone to know God is one hundred percent moving. And you know, last week we talked about how God has not changed, and it's just real. God is so um, faithful, and we're 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 kind of reeling from that right now. We're having a day reeling from the goodness of God, yeah, the faithfulness of God.
0: Yeah, we've been having having days of that, where it's just... Astounding. Yeah. And then getting to spread it, I guess, yes. is the best way to say it.
1: Spread the love. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Well, um, we spoke during our New Year's yeah, extravaganza. Zoom. Yeah. And it was our
0: first Zoom. It was? Yeah.
1: Was it? I don't know.
0: I think so. It might I don't have know. I forget, though.
1: Yeah. I feel like I've been in so many Zooms, but it might be <laughs> the first one that we actually hosted. We've
0: done lots of Vimeo. Right. I didn't think we'd done a Zoom. But well, we might not have. Yeah. We did a lot of things.
1: I know. I totally hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And we felt like Papa wanted us to um, share what we shared,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm
1: going to do the expanded version okay. of what I did, because I wanted to really keep the New Year's version, shorter. It wasn't short, but shorter (laughs) um, because of just the fact that we were all ready to partay. Right.
0: Um,
1: But uh, so the word that Papa has given, uh, well, Papa's given us, I think, some concepts maybe Mm -hmm. for 2021. And so I'll say the word create. And create is going to be something that we unpack for a while. Yeah and when papa began speaking of create he went back to the idea of mystery revealed Mm -hmm. and so we're gonna i'm just gonna quickly uh go over as a as a uh review the condition of mystery revealed which is the podcast from the first of december Mm -hmm. in 2020 and um and just sort of expand that a little bit, and not go into all the details. So, if you want more of the detail, <laughs> go back to uh, the December of the first, 2020 podcast. But the idea, when evil reveals a mystery, we we can see the mystery writers, those authors from even the 1700s, 1800s, 1900s, who um, who developed this style of mystery writing where they identified their own desired conclusion, and then they worked their way backwards through the story to identify paths. Mm -hmm. And we want to see this today like a maze. It's like creating a maze where you know the way through the maze, but you create these false paths that have dead ends. And, and of course, this is condition, right? This is, mm-hmm. this is where we are being um, led by evil. Evil is trying to get us to go to their desired conclusion. So how do they motivate someone through this maze? They, they, um, they do that by finding those seeds of truth that um, are precious to us. And um, and to get us emotionally attached to those seeds of truth, and to, to such a degree that we become almost um, proponents of that particular seed of truth. Now, some—if you think of um, a seed of truth, it's it's got that potential of what it's going to become, but it's the same DNA as all of the truth. It just may be a different seed. And so to get somebody to be emotionally attached to one seed of truth and only one seed of truth, like, well, this is my priority, but not being attached to the truth. Mm. See the difference? Mm-hmm. You're attached to the seed of truth. It's kind of like uh, the goose that laid the golden eggs and you're attached to one of the golden eggs instead of the goose. You know, one one Bible verse instead of the author of the entire Bible, right? So, so the, the whole point is to get somebody really emotionally attached so that that seed of truth is precious. And, and if they can do that, the, then the goal is for uh, people to be blind to what surrounds that seed of truth. And if we're blind to what surrounds it, then the enemy is able to deceive and so they take the seed of truth and they encompass it with deception. But you can't see it because you're so tunnel vision focused on that one seed of truth. You don't realize that a deception is being placed around it. And so now you have um, you have this story that has all of this maze dead ends. So they are um, they are misleading clues that um, that that say, oh, no, you can't go that way. Nope, you can't go that way. You can only go this one way. And that takes the the world to the desired conclusion of evil. And if you understand that every maze that evil creates is rigged, so whichever end, because there's more than one uh, end that will get you through the maze, and that way they can have more than one seed of truth. And so you're following the seed of truth that you're emotionally attached to and you get through, and what? will look, I found my way through the maze. Therefore, I won. But in in reality, because the maze is rigged, no matter which of the paths that goes all the way through that you choose, you have chosen what they wanted. Therefore, selfishness wins, and um, and we are <coughs> led astray. And that's that's just how it works. This is the condition of mystery revealed. And so what is our cure for this? Well, simple. We we leave the maze. It's kind of like what the Bible says in Revelation about leaving Babylon. You just leave Babylon, you know? Mm-hmm. get out, Come out of her, my people, is what the Lord said to us all. You have to leave the maze. Uh, the maze cannot be our source. We cannot be emotionally <clears throat> attached to one seed of truth. We must be intimate with the truth. So we choose Papa. And uh, we stop chasing seeds of truth. We stop um, letting one Bible verse be our sole truth, um, but let the author of the Bible be our intimacy. And now we have a totally different reality. And, And we can't be led astray because our relationship, our source is the author. Our source is God and not just one seed of truth. And you say, well, yeah, but that seed came from God. Of course it did. But again, you can't just put everything into one of our own seeds. We have to go to the actual root, to the actual source. Okay, so what is the covenant then of the the mystery revealed? And so to understand this, we just need to know that God hides things, God conceals things for us. And and we've known that. That's uh, Proverbs 25, verse 2, the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search them out. So now that we know that, let's take a look at Job (coughs) 28, verse 21. and, And it says this, it is hidden from the eyes of all living and concealed from the birds of the air. So this Hebrew word for hidden, hidden is alam, And that's Hebrew 59, 56 in Strong's. It's a verb. And it's made from ayin, lamed, and and mem. And so uh, using our new uh, 2020 (coughs) understanding of mem, um, Alam has that transliterated covenant of to understand the authority of intimacy. And this is crucial that we, we know... That God has placed authority in our intimacy so that when we're intimate with God, one of the fruits of that relationship, one of the fruits of of that time with God is that there is an authority that he wants to release to us. Because when we have relationship, just like David, we've told this story Mm -hmm. for decades now, but David had that intimate relationship with God and it produced the fruit of authority in his life. And he became king because he was a man after God's own heart, and he got that heart through intimacy or time with God. So if we if we could just see that God intentionally hides, or this this matter is intentionally hidden, then we know that that God does that, and He doesn't do that to hide it from people, but He does that because uh, it's something that we need the relationship with Him in order to be able to handle the authority God wants to give us. So uh, that's why the authority is in the intimacy. It's Alam, and that is um, intentionally hidden. So then we want to go to Deuteronomy 29, 29, and look at this. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us. Wow. And to our children forever. What? So it's an inheritance. (laughs) that we may do all the words of this law. Deuteronomy 29, 29. Anytime Deuteronomy has like a repeat, I always pay attention. But yeah. anyway, 29, 29. <clears throat> So the Hebrew word for secret things is Sathar, and that's Hebrew 56, 41. It's another verb. And uh, it's an intentional concealment. So again, God intentionally conceals things, uh, the glory of God to conceal a matter, the glory of kings to search it mm-hmm. out, right? So... This is all a good thing. It's not hidden from us. It's hidden for us. But here's the key. The word revealed is Galah. And Galah is Hebrew 1540, another verb. And it is made from gemel, lamed, and hay. And here's our whopper. So when something is revealed, uh, it is the removal of that concealment. And the transliterated covenant is the truth of the authority to create. So now we have a, a, a matter that is concealed. When it's revealed, the concealment is removed. And what is released is the authority to create. Now, we've got to differentiate between the ability to create. because all of creation has the irrevocable gift of creating. because we were made um, in God's image and likeness, in the Tessalam image and the Demuth likeness of God. And so because we were, we all have the ability to create. But that is not the same thing as the authority to create. Mm -hmm. The authority to create only comes from a personal, intimate relationship with God. That's between you and God, not between you, Samuel, and God, but between you and God. So there's no prophet, there's no person that's in between you and God. It's you and God having your own personal, intimate relationship, and that intimacy is is will will have that journey where God will begin to reveal things to you. He will he will remove the concealment, and as he does that, he he reveals the authority to create. And now it's not just an ability, but it's an authority. And this is oh my goodness, this is this is so world changing um, because. This is what we are all stepping into now. So here we have a generation that did not love its life so much as to shrink from death. And God uh, calls us sons and daughters and, and, <clears throat> and, and um, calls us into a deeper intimacy. And as we go into that deeper intimacy, we have received much authority. And that's the authority of that intimacy from the alam. And, of course, part of that authority has been the authority to um, dismantle the works of evil, evil that got authority from um, the selfishness of humanity. And when we come as royal priests with the authority of the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua, we're able to uh, dismantle those strongholds of evil because God remembers those acts of selfishness or sin no more and um, the evil one loses the power and the authority to bring decay to creation so we've had this authority for years now but now God is releasing the authority to create so now we're going to go back and heaven help us to all those wonderful bible verses we've been talking about for the last few years that we are we've known our whole lives, and and Amos nine eleven is the most common one, and it's all about how we're going to repair, restore, rebuild, and raise up. It's all about the redemption of what has happened in the world. You know, there's been this um, this massive destruction that has come from decay. And so when we dismantle strongholds of decay, that stops decay from occurring. But what happens after that? You know, uh-huh. we rebuild, right? We have a world that's been decaying. Um, and so the restoration of all things has to include repair and rebuild and raise up. And, um, and so we've got, let's see if I can do this. So the word repair is chadash. Uh, the word restore is shub. The word rebuild is bana, and the word, uh, not bina, but bana, and the word uh, raise up is kum. Now, we've talked about all of these, but, you know, again, if you are in a study mood, then hadash is Hebrew 23, 18, <coughs> and uh, shub is Hebrew seventy-seven twenty-five, 25, and uh, kum is Hebrew 69, 65, and uh, uh, which one am I missing is bana is... Bana, is hebrew uh 11 29. so if you want to look all those up you can but it's amos 9:11. it's also jeremiah 33:7, and um and then we have the crown jewel isaiah 61 verse 4 and that's the scroll that jesus was reading in luke 4 in the synagogue where he read a verse and a half and then left a half of a verse and five verses for the bride And we've been talking about this for decades, so you can go through and read uh, Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 7. And Jesus had read the first verse and a half, and we are the ones who bring about the second half of the second verse, and then through verse 7. So each one of these is about us repairing, rebuilding, raising up, and restoring. But we're not rebuilding something back to its Mm -hmm. former condition we are, we are returning it forward to what it was always intended. So how do we know what that is? So let's go to Genesis 1.1. And uh, remember, that's, that's, I mean, good heavens, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So the word created is bara. And bara is Hebrew 12.54, another verb. All of these are primitive roots, Roots, by the way. And uh, bet, resh, aleph. Is bara, and so its transliteration is the covenant of journeying to completion. So, so when we create something, there's we're not just you know we're not just like sort of making something, but we're making something complete. Mm-hmm. And what we've had is is we've had this world of decay, and so nothing has gone, nothing's going to completion. It's it's being built and destroyed. It's kind of like a sandcastle right i made the sand castle and then the waters came and it got washed away and so what we've not had is building upon the rock right and that's what really God has wanted is for us to rebuild restore and um and repair and raise up forward onto the rock so that we're not making <coughs> sand sandcastles that are going to get washed away we're making things that are are eternal mm-hmm. and um And so this is where it begins. God has all of us on a journey right now of mysteries revealed. And it's not mysteries that are esoteric knowledge that you have to get a secret handshake and say these curses where you say the names of demons and evoke them and hurt a bunch of people. It's not that. It's where you have your own personal, intimate relationship with God. And hopefully by now, if you're listening to this podcast, you have chosen to be a servant of God. You have chosen to be a friend of God. You have chosen inheritance as a child of God. And you have chosen betrothal. You want to be one with Jesus, who is one with the Father. Uh, John 10, 30. So we... We believe that that this year, what God is saying is that our journey of intimacy in that place of maturity that we all are at, whatever wherever spot that is, God is walking us through this journey where he is releasing the authority to create so that we can rebuild, <clears throat> restore, repair, and raise up forward so that we're building upon the rock all that was originally intended to completion the bara completion of creation and that this is the glory of the royal priests who are the kings in proverbs 25 verse 2 kings and queens the glory of god to conceal a matter the glory of kings and queens <clears throat> the glory of royal priests, to have them revealed. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and not just, wow, we have this wonderful knowledge, but we have authority to go forward in our call to restore that which decayed. Hallelujah. This is a big transition mm-hmm. for the church. We are stepping into... The, the Mac Daddy uh, that we've been waiting for, um, and and really for two thousand years, you know, is the authority to dismantle the 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 um, the power plants of decay, and the authority to create and return forward to original design, creation to
0: completion, mm-hmm. the
1: restoration of all things.
0: Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to tag on quite a few things you shared. Um, one of the things that really, um, I guess, moved me, <clears throat> New Year's Eve, just and having weeks of looking to what he was saying for, you know, a new year, new season, crossing that threshold. Um, I realized that day I was a bit melancholy, which is not a norm for me and uh, and I was just in this spot of realizing how much I treasured 2020 and understanding what a hard year it was and what um, loss there was for so many yet understanding um, where there is loss there is, there is always gain You know, and he will always bring not a replacement, but what is beneath. What has always been below the surface awaiting its time to come forth. And so I, the 2020 was such a treasure to me, Um, carrying the crown, you know, um, and we're not putting it down. <laughs> you know, so we had a little favor mm-hmm. um, that reminded us we are carrying that crown to crown him every day to to cause him to be recognized and remembered in every single day um, in one day by all. Mm-hmm. You know the more we reveal him, the more he'll be recognized. Yes, And so um, that just was really stirring in me, and I recognized so much that, you know, in Winter Tea, we talked all about Antarctica, and, um, and our Antarctica, and we really were joined together as a people, no matter where we were, um, in that truth that we had all gone to Antarctica, mm-hmm. and not really expecting that we were going to then get to live in Antarctica here right where wherever we were and um that was just amazing to get to walk through and and we got to do our heart work and the the threshing and now we're coming into brooding a bit more but I I know I'm not the same you know I know none of us are um and watched and experienced so many people who weren't going to go back and and really didn't allow that to be their lament. When will we get back to normal? But beginning to live in anticipation of what is ahead. Yes. And that just, it really became a a treasure to me, watching people make hard choices and um, say enormous yeses and really hard nos there were there were times we had to say no and there were many times we got to say yes and um, I've just been stunned by by the choices people have made and it's it really uh, encouraged me in so so many ways and uh, so just that we we actually have gotten to live in Antarctica together and we've been art, you know, we, we began a melt when we were in the geography of Antarctica and then he arced us, he gave us the invitation to be art and, um, and has really been talking about when that door opens and all of that. So, um, I've just felt really excited for 2021, not because I'm so happy 2020 is concluded but because of what 2020 prepared us for yes just don't have words for it because it it, it, there is a lot of mystery to it um but very excited to each and every day you know Mm. to be looking for the lost coins and um the lost sheep and you know all the things he is so anticipating us finding and discovering and then revealing because when he gives to us we get to reveal it to others and just so hopeful and I know I've been saying that for a bit but that's what that's what 2020 actually inspired in me was hope um because I think we just got to trust him in ways um that we hadn't you know for a time or maybe in some situations ever you know and that it just released a hope that's um you know can't be contained so um so the the main word I heard for 2021 is unveiled Mm -hmm. that we are going to now live unveiled revealed and So there were two kind of concepts he gave along with that that then tie into all he was saying to you. So the first one was that as an unveiled people, we're going to live reconciled. And that means we're going to live free of debt. We're going to be free from the debt of the world, the things that man says have to happen or has to be done in order for dot 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 we are free of that debt because we are endowed by the god of everything you were you said this last night he is the, the god of the cattle of a thousand hills mm-hmm. and he really is and that means you know anytime we're talking about provision it's so much more than monetary things um just in these few days the things we've been seeing him do in so many aspects um yeah we're you know we're so down we're on the floor so um but but reconciled means to live in a state where nothing hinders you from what is true nothing hinders you from his heart and it it's a a life of perpetual worship where worship doesn't end where everything you do is worship and we we really were talking about that throughout 2020 that we all had the invitation to let these choices that we were making and these um places we were staying in faithfully and all of that be acts of worship not be things we were forced to do but things we chose to do because he asked us to do them and so um really for us here in Bixby even those that have you know had specific jobs and that kind of thing to let those to really discover the places they hadn't been worship, where they had been work it was just work you were doing and to allow that to become worship and so now the expectancy is we're going to live that you know, we, we're not going to figure that out now. We we had all of these months, all of those days with hidden things in them to discover, to recognize where anything we were doing didn't have worship as its foundation. It wasn't uh, drawing us to Him. We weren't recognizing Him in it, and we weren't allowing that to be the place that we lived from. And um, so... We get to live in that reconciled state. We're free of debt. He has covered. He has atoned. He has canceled. Satisfied the debt. Like, I love that. Not just canceled it, but satisfied it. Um, And then uh, one of the words for reconciled is rasan. And it means to be delighted with or accepted with pleasure. We get to live like a people whose God is pleased with them, Mm. is pleased with our choices, is pleased with our pursuits um, because they have become about Him, for Him, of Him. He is what we seek above everything else. Um, And then the other aspect of unveiled is revealed. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the... Words, as you already shared, for revealed is galah. And so I was really amazed that this word is used in a couple of different scenarios throughout Scripture. And one is anytime the people were in exile. So even though they were in exile, even though they were not in their land, even though they were not... Um, you know, with all the things that were familiar to them and all the things that would naturally lead them to worship or um, praise or rejoicing or any of those things, it was an invitation for them to reveal Him, to reveal who their God was so they could return to their God. Um, And I don't know why that just, it really impacted me that even in exile, there was this invitation to reveal him. That even though they were in exile, because of their own choices, their own turning away, they had turned away from him, he still trusted them to reveal him. Like that was still his expectancy of his people, that no matter what circumstance they were in, we are in, he has this hope. In us, he has this expectancy that we will reveal him, no matter where we are. And um, you know, there's been a lot said in the, the past days about you know being oppressed and that kind of thing. And I don't, I don't think we quite understand what real uh, religious persecution is or oppression is. What I do know is that any time that happened. Um to his people, they multiplied. Any time they were surrounded on every side, anytime there was true oppression and um, that was kind of the environment they were in. They multiplied, they grew and they they began to see um, those experiences as opportunity to multiply. The kingdom instead of diminish it and so then also revealed is used related to those mysteries the galah those things to be revealed and it's used a lot in the book of daniel so daniel you know we've talked about his story early early on when on a the precipice of a new year the lord gave us uh it's Daniel eleven thirty two. 32. Those who know their God will uh, do mighty exploits, will do great things. And I feel like we've carried that as a, as a gem in the crown for many years, and mm-hmm. I believe we're there. We're, we're going to unleash His greatness because of that intimacy, and it, it will allow us to create an atmosphere for his greatness to be known to be seen so um some amazing things from daniel and that the Gala the med- mysteries being revealed when so daniel they were told they couldn't pray and daniel they couldn't pray to god to the true god so daniel is goes to his little apartment or his chamber and he's praying and he's doing it privately but somebody knows he's doing it. It's a false mystery. So there's, you know, the uncovering and there's the revealing. And so they report him. And so Darius threw him into the lion's den. But even as he's throwing him in to the lions, he makes this statement he wants to see Daniel's God rescue him. It isn't a mockery. At all, it's not like, you know, well, if your God is really who you say he is, he can rescue you. No, this is, Darius recognizes that that this God Daniel speaks of, he knows intimately. And even though Darius doesn't know this God, he has this expectancy for this God to do something great. And he states it, "I, I want to see your God rescue you. And his God does. His God does rescue him. And so throughout Daniel this word is used. Um Daniel two nineteen, the mystery, the Gala was revealed to Daniel. Uh two twenty two. It is he, God, who reveals the profound. And then we come to Daniel two forty six. So this is The the king has brought forth all his soothsayers and enchanters and um, all the people. Daniel is going to end up teaching the true way to discover a mystery, the true way to reveal a mystery. So he brings all of them and none of them can interpret his dream. So Daniel not only has the interpretation of the dream, he knows the dream. Like, he doesn't even have to hear it. He knows the dream, and he has the interpretation. He reveals the mystery. He reveals the mystery of who God is. And it says in verse 46, the king fell to his face and began to worship Daniel. And you have a moment of, oh, no. (laughs) No. But then we get to verse 47, and it says this. To Daniel the king said, Your God is indeed the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and a revealer of secrets, since you have been able to reveal this secret to me. God is now recognized. The things that only God can do, and we've had that just throughout our history where you're praying for someone, or you encounter someone, and you, the Lord just, opens up that mystery to you and you're able to speak into that person and they say what every time only God could have told you that Mm -hmm. like that's going to be our life (laughs) that we're going to live as the unveiled Um, and so another word that connects to revealed is Hadash um, which you touched on and it means keys uh, to repair to restore, to rebuild, and we had one of our mementos was a key that had that on it and that word on it, and we all got to cut our key for our home or whatever it was we needed the key for, but it is a word about creating, and there's a meaning that is so powerful in it. It means to create a new witness, and I am so about this. To create a new witness. So here's a couple of things that means. We get to stop living like we believe we can't win this, in quotation marks, war. Whatever this war is. And and over the past few years, a lot of wars have been chosen. and, And those are being approached and fought through or, you know, whatever it is. As if they can't be won but if your God is with you the victory is assured that's right and, and if your God is with you that means he sent you and so really knowing it is <clears throat> God who sent you to that because any um, any battle he invites us to there's victory there's recovery there's restoration there's rebuilding all of those things And so we get to live as if he's already been victorious. He's already sown the victory in. And we're just there to discover the victory. You know, and so um, one of the things I think is so potent about this new witness is I do think that over the past um, bit of time and we've talked about it in, in past podcasts, and we'll talk about it probably a lot more leading up to Winter Tea, but that if a certain outcome doesn't occur, he isn't good. Mm-hmm. And and there's this banding together for this certain outcome, and and his name is attached to it, his reputation is attached to it, and if this is not the outcome... He failed there was defeat not victory and I don't know I can't represent I can't represent our God like that. I, I've only known victory with him. I've known tests I've known trial I've known um, things looking different than I thought they would but I've never known him to not be with me in that I've never known there not to be a victory for my good when I could live reconciled, to the fullness of what he was doing, even that which I could not see. Um, So we get to begin to live with the expectancy that someone is watching our life and they actually want to see our God do mighty things. Mm -hmm. They actually want to see him rescue and redeem and restore and rebuild and to do it with us. You know, that we have God with us. That was, you know, our advent. God is with us. Emmanuel, the world needs to see a people that live as if their God is with them. That they're not taking on, um, you know, not waging wars on behalf of him. They are walking towards victory with him in every aspect of our lives. Um, so... One of the scriptures that speaks of being unveiled is Second Corinthians 3.18. But we all with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image. So that word mirror <clears throat> means becoming aware of by reflection. So looking so intently at him that him in us is revealed in a greater measure and paul speaks of this glory that this glory of the lord that is being revealed in the unveiled well what is that glory that's reflected well there's several things that the word he uses ties to so the first is being a servant and that is it's about worship um the servants, when we talk about the four covenants and the servant covenant, it is about worship. It is about being entrusted with things. So um the priests of the Lord, they were entrusted to care for the people, they were entrusted to care for the temple, and they were entrusted um to lead the people to worship. And It was the servants that were given messages. The the prophets, the priests, and the angels were all called the servants of the Lord. So this is the trusted ones, the ones trusted with all that concerns him. Those who, um, who care about what's in his heart. That's the servant. So to be one that cares for his heart, that tends not just to his things, but his heart. And then humble is the other another word that Paul refers to. And this quite simply means to take off your shoes for the holy. Mm-hmm. To let go of what you have, to step be, to step into and be consumed by the fullness of what he has for you. And to really discover what will we take our shoes off for? Like what will we call holy in these days? Um, and then the the next descriptor he has of this glory being reflected or revealed is peacemaker to be a peacemaker and that means to expect victory to have the expectancy for victory because you know he's already accomplished it he has already achieved it he has already attained it he's just revealing it now through us through what we believe through um, what we believe about him truly and then the fourth thing um that describes this glory being reflected is to be desperate for god's grace Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so you know as soon as i happened upon that i i understood like i am desperate for his grace you know in my life and i've seen it so much but this was you know it doesn't disclude that but this is about being desperate for God's grace for another person, being desperate for his redemption and his restoration for another person. Those are the, the four marks of this glory that would be revealed, that would be reflected. This is um, the the torn veil. And um, when that veil was torn um, to the temple, when that veil was torn at the cross, I mean, it... It was an earthquake that came. The cross contained an earthquake that opened things up that could not be shut. And we've kind of uh, lived in a way where we close a lot of doors and windows, and sometimes we close things he's opened at the cross, mm-hmm. you guys. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot to create from the cross. Mm-hmm we have a lot that's been open to us that we have the authority from that intimacy because we know our God to create with openings and creation openings in heaven, openings in hearts, you know, that when that veil was torn, it wasn't this, you know, straight seam, you know, that got opened up. It was torn. Mm-hmm. And I should have written down that word for torn, but it, it's, Like, it leaves openings where you can see in. And we're getting to see the elements with which to create. And that's been, it's been there for our entirety. And now we need to access it entirely (laughs) and create. So uh, one of the things when, um, when you were sharing the rebuild, restore, repair, raise up, I just love those uh, four covenants of ours. <laughs> you know, we've got um, uh, reconciled and revealed are the ways we're living because of this. But um, I was just taken to Ecclesiastes 3.11. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Mm. And this is what he said we've been waiting in the ark for, is the, the truth and the bounty of this. And so he has made everything beautiful in his time. Uh, Made is a saw, and it is a completed action. So this isn't something he has yet to do. This is something he's already done. It's already formed. It's fashioned. It's created. It is fulfilled. And then everything (laughs) is kalal, which is whole or complete. So everything. But... Um, everything that needs to be completed everything that needs to be made whole he already holds that Um, and then beautiful and this is yapa, which means to awaken the senses something so lovely to look at it causes contentment or satisfies the soul just by the experience of it this is going to be this that which we create with him that is already opened we've already had the earthquake <laughs> it's already been opened to us and so it means what he has made will satisfy us if we can await and awaken its revealing if we can be those that reveal it living unveiled um and then time in this in ecclesiastes 3:11 is um, the word alam. And it means here in the right circumstance, when all has been prepared, when we are ready to wield it, when we're not only ready to receive it, but when we are willing and ready to wield it, to to be completely trusted with it so there can be hope um, for everyone else. So this led into the, the seven words of social justice that we gave quite a bit ago. Whistle so uh, graciously put them on the field app so you can go review them there. But I've been kind of asking Papa, you know, where do we start? This is such a, a big thing. Where do we start? And so through all of this, he took me to um, the justice of Tikkun Alam which means repairing the world. And it means um, one of the ways that we repair the world is to overcome all forms of idolatry. It's to reveal Him in everything, as the source of everything, as the purpose of everything, as the pursuit of everything. This justice brings protection to the disadvantaged. So... um, to the widow, to the slave, this is the justice for that. And this is where creation is restored. And what does that mean? Well, it means revealing the mysteries within it. Mm -hmm. It means to find what He's already allotted to us, what He's already apportioned to us, and begin to uh, spend that, to begin to uh, be generous with that, It's to find the light, to gather it, so we can find treasure. And that light is in each of us. And when we come together, we are bright, which was (laughs) our New Year's celebration word. We are bright. We are radiant. We are unveiled. There is such a collection of light that we can then gather souls. We can then begin to find the treasure that we know is there. Uh, tikkun alam is all about our response to his heart it's this partnership with him Um, so it it means to fine-tune to bring things to the state for which they were created so like you're saying it's not repairing it it's not fixing it it's restoring it um, to his intent uh, to reconcile it to the beginning to bring it closer to harmony to fix up which doesn't mean to make it better but to bring it to his intent to what he always intended before it was ever touched um and tainted by that which was never meant to touch it so tikkun is repair and it means to straighten It's like straightening a crooked rod uh, maintaining a roadway um, I love this one to set a table like one of the ways we do all of this we repair the world is to set a table um, and then it means to, to create a parable to explain a difficult ideal idea so it means to meet people where they are with the words they need which only he can do only he can reveal and give to us and then olam is all of time it's the hidden um that becomes revealed so the creator is no longer hidden it means to reveal the signature of the creator in all things that it allows him to be bright it allows him to be unveiled and to shine through it's it's not just oh this all just is you know there's so many people there like this is just what we have, and it came from this, 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 you know, all these different things, it it reveals that none of this would be without an, the author, a story, and the meaning of the story. And so it's to reveal Him, and we do that through creating. We create with sounds, colors, music, art, fields, farms, gardens, you know, all these things that we have this innate desire to do and those things ultimately feed or lead someone to experience or help someone be found Um, so these these are forms that we create and so we understand the world is fractured right now it's messy he came into a messy world you know from the beginning and at the cradle he came into the messy and so one of the things that That the Lord said to me was maybe it's not broken maybe it's just disassembled and the enemy has disassembled things because he's trying to figure out how to do what God does because that's always been the thing he's always wanted to be higher than God he's always wanted to be what we worship but he can't create he can only distort so What if his purpose has been to disassemble so he can try to figure out what to do, how to do what God does? And that's been all through our history, Moses and the magicians, you know, there was a certain place where the magicians could counterfeit, but they could never truly counter God. They could never fully do what God did. It was the same with with Daniel. He was... Uh, put in opposition to all the sorcerers and enchanters, but only he could reveal God. And that's us. There's going to be a lot of counterfeit. There's going to be a lot of things counter to God, but we're going to reveal who he truly is. It'll change everything. Um, We get to pick up these pieces because we know this about our God. He's not afraid of disassembled things. He will separate things. So we can see the wholeness of them and know how it needs to come together. So we, we're we his assembly and we get to assemble all of the things. We get to reassemble um, in its origin, uh, in his intent, everything, you know, we can kind of look at it like the enemy um, has just made it clearer for us. Mm-hmm. And now we get to restore and reveal we pick up those pieces and we redeem we rebuild we restore we we get to begin in this unveiled place unveiled place to to realize we're not victims in this cruel world that um is happening we're collaborators with the creator like we are collaborating with him that's what intimacy does it allows us to collaborate with him he breathes into us and we just start combing through the fabric of creation, the fabric of the earth, the fabric of the souls. And we begin to see the composition that was always there, whether it's in the cosmos, whether it's in creation, it's in a person and we start to coax the life out of it again. So there's resurrection. Um, so we're we're not in exile. We're not looking for an escape. We're not in a place to escape. Where we are is worth vesting all that we are into it for the restoration. So, um, takun alam. It reveals the purpose of the struggle. It reveals hope for everything that's hard, and it reminds us that we are going somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I just gotta, I just gotta take a a second to um, notate how profound this is. Um, you know, if you if you can see that um, God is unveiled to us in our intimacy, mm-hmm. and that we are being unveiled to the world because that's what God's doing Mm -hmm. is unveiling us to the world. Then God is unveiled to the world through us Mm -hmm. so that the world can enter into that intimacy and God can be unveiled to the world through and they, they become us. Yeah, do you see what I mean? And so the the how prof- we become one. Yeah. yeah, that's so profound, and and you know it's such a picture. I mean, the way just describing it mm-hmm. as you've just been describing, it, is such a picture. You know, of Revelation seven and Revelation fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know, the same story, mm-hmm. different angles. That that God. Brings about one hundred and forty-four thousand, which we'll just call firstborn, mm-hmm. and then from the firstborn comes the great multitude, and and the firstborn is not like like um, excluded from the great multitude. Mm-hmm. The firstborn just went first. That's it. That's the right. only de- determination. Yeah. So God is unveiled. God is revealed to us. The firstborn then now God is unveiling us to the world so that the world can, everything you just described so eloquently, the world can see him. And, and so now God's been unveiled to the world through us so that the world can enter into that relationship and God is unveiled to them. We're not becoming Samuel. We, we are firstborn that, that God has given the glory the honor to to make way Mm -hmm. for the world to see Mm -hmm. and the fruit of each one of those you know god unveiled to us us unveiled to the world god unveiled to the world through us and then god unveiled to the world because they have their own intimacy with god there's fruit in all that and Mm -hmm. and as you've just described there's so it's so rich It's so, there's so much to it that we get to live, it. you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to just live this, but wow, what a picture.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we, we aren't just getting to do this to those who have never known or not to, but for those who have never Uh known, sorry. Right. Uh, But those who, um, you know, have put their hope that, that know him, but have put their hope in other things and so haven't um haven't sought him you know right where he can be found in each and every day in each and every moment there's i mean that's a reviving my goodness oh yeah
1: i mean Come on. i mean doesn't isn't it just papa you know we have been rescued from the maze
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we're not you know it's not you know haha we're we're rescued and then we abandon the world The world gets to be rescued from the maze.
0: If we aren't about seeking him first, Mm -hmm. if we aren't about, um, and that's our covenant for this week is seek. And maybe I'll bring that in a later point. But if we aren't looking for the lost coin, you know, that was our last day of Antarctica. Like, I don't want us to lose that in the days ahead. If we aren't looking towards those mysteries, if we aren't looking to what He's already allotted, what He has given us the portion for, and every day we end up back in the maze. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, (laughs) this isn't, we've made it. It's, we're pursuing Him with all we have because we want to be where He is. You know, and we can, we can, you know, follow a rabbit trail and go back there. And we're going forward. We're returning forward to all he has now. And there's something in every single day. There will be no lost days if we are his found people. If we live found, you know. Yes. Yeah. Glory. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, um, it's all very
0: exciting. It is exciting. It's very exciting. Yes. I love the four R's.
1: Yeah, lots of R's. Mm -hmm. They're not R's in Hebrew, but they are in English. (laughs) I I know, I know. And we speak English. We
0: do. Yes, mostly. (laughs) Mostly. Well, we love you guys. We do. Again, Happy New Year. Um, We do have the dates for winter tea. I guess we should say that. 25, Um, 26, 27. Of February. We, uh, you know, at this point, it looks to be virtual. Yeah. Yeah. uh, but we've got a lot in the works for that, and so we're we're excited for however that gets to be revealed. And uh, anyway, but love you all, and yes. just so expectant for all you're going to find in these days. Yes, it will be glorious. Mm-hmm.